right, it's the Illini Basketball Podcast, episode number 105 on uh, Friday, March 4th. This is the month of March. Uh, Illinois last night winning over Penn State and uh, winning easily is is a, is a, is a nice way to put it. Uh, oh, a factual yeah. way, though, of course. Um, you know, 60 to 55. But here's the thing I think we all need to take a step back <laughs> about all the close games Penn State has played. Shouldn't be that surprising. They just lost in Nebraska before this. I mean, they were going to come out and play. And if they would have made some shots, they definitely would have won this game. So, but Illinois gets to win and uh, take it because now Illinois, uh, guaranteed top three seed in the Big Ten tournament, I believe. Yep. 14 and five on the year. You never want to take a 14 and five Big Ten record for granted, given how, I, I don't know if I would say deep the league is, but how good it is overall. I mean, there's not really. There's two or three teams, maybe four this year, where you're like, okay, those teams stink. But other than that, it's competitive. I don't think Penn State is a team that stinks. I don't think they're one of those teams. I think that's more of like Nebraska, Minnesota, those teams. Yeah. Uh, it wins a win. you and know. They, and, and, I mean, they, they had guys that played, and, and they had a game plan was, was the big thing. Um, Shrewsbury came in and he said, hey, DeMonte Williams, you're going to beat me. I'm not going to let anybody else beat me. But you can go ahead and beat me, and uh, for that reason, because they did win, I think Demonte Williams is the player of the game. Yeah, I didn't write mine down, but I would have. I would agree with that because I think he he started to actually take the shots, and he had to in this game because they left him open. But I don't think that Steve's point here is. Now, I, I thought Trent's defense last night was unbelievable. Yeah. So yeah. it's not a bad point to have Trent yeah. as the guy, but Trent's we pick him a lot. Game. Yeah. And Devontae showing up. I don't uh, think Devontae's you know. gotten one yet. So, and last um, year he definitely did get a couple. So, yeah, yeah. And, and uh, so, I mean, that that basically was their plan. They they had uh, twelve guys playing inside basically, and then uh, they they closed out on Plummer. They closed out on Frazier. They really didn't close out on Grandison that much. I, I felt like Grandison kind of overlooked some shots, but Demonte four for ten from three. Uh, 40%. I think that's pretty good. Uh, 10 threes has to be the most he's ever taken in a game, if I had to guess. Um, yeah, <laughs> perfect, but uh, yeah, perfect from the line. Uh, 14 points, three rebounds, two assists, two steals. Um, and and he basically had to, had to do this. Um, and I, I'm happy that he got some shots up. I think DeMonte's a lot better when he gets his feet set. And you know, takes take shots with confidence. Uh, the the ones that he did make, it, it was when he was set and he was ready to go, no hesitation. So um, <clears throat> Shrewsbury said after the game, uh, "quote He makes big shots. He makes big plays. He's an elite role player." I'm like daring him to shoot the ball at home. People make <laughs> make shots at home, but you got to take something away. So they tried to take Kofi away. They tried to take Plummer away, which I think they were pretty successful in doing. I thought their game plan was pretty good. I yeah. think uh, I think that played a big role in in the the ability to to keep it close. And I think that that's what they do. the The thing with Penn State is they have a very defined identity. Like when you play Penn State, you know exactly what they're going to do. They're going to slow the game down. They're going to play yeah. defense. They're going to get good looks, and they're going to play – they just play a certain way. And that's why I think 
when they get more talent there in the next couple of seasons, I think they'll be a pretty good program again. Like the, and I say again, I mean, I'm more so referencing what it happened towards the end of what Pat Chambers was doing there uh, a couple of years ago when they were really good. They just got to get that one guy that kind of changes the program. And Illinois has gotten that. And uh, I think Shrewsbury is going to be a pretty good coach. There. I don't know if he's going to yeah. turn around Penn State to, to the degree of what Underwood's done here or what Pykele's done at Rutgers, but I think they have something there. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um, he, he, you know, did what they had to do f- to give them a chance to win. Yeah. Um, and so shout out to him for, for the game plan. Um, Kofi, uh, one shot in the first half is brutal. Uh, ended up four or seven. He was uh, three or four from the free throw line, which was better. I think he had two free throws at the beginning of the game and then two free throws maybe midway through the second half. Um, but 11.6 rebounds, a steal, a block, and he played 34 minutes. Um, Brad leaned heavily on the starters in the second half, so that made Kofi play more. Um, and and you didn't see much of Hawkins and Curbelo and Payne and Goody in the second half. Uh, Hawkins really only got time because Grandison got hurt, it seemed like, um, which – I understand. I, I think it, it's a weird choice, especially when Illinois was just getting dominated on the boards in the second half. Um, you know, Hawkins is one of those guys that that seeks out the ball and gets rebounds for you. Uh, I, I don't know what the number ended up, but I think at one point it was like nineteen to four rebounds in the second half or something like that. Um, <clears throat> and I saw somebody posted that uh, Illinois went nine straight minutes without a defensive rebound. That was. That one possession, I I texted you. I said that it seemed like Penn State had the ball for five minutes straight, just because they kept getting rebounds, or Illinois would knock the ball out of bounds trying to grab it, or whatever. Um, but back to Kofi, I, I I'm I, I just gotta say that I'm sick and tired of Illinois fans. You want to call yourself fans? I don't know what you are. Um, that sit here and say that that you know Kofi is absolutely out of his mind if he thinks that he can go to the pro level um, that, that he's good enough to do it because of games like this, like it's not his fault that he only touched the ball seven times. Like that, that was because of defense and, and you know, Illinois lack of being able to get the ball inside and for people to go at Kofi is super annoying to me. Um, I mean, it's four to seven. He took seven shots. So, I don't know what you want him to do. The guys, if he doesn't get the ball, he can't make it. Um, he did have one possession that looked really bad, but, you know, one or two, whatever. Um, uh, Hawkins was asked after the game um, about Kofi, and he said, uh, quote, well, the men were, that were guarding us were guarding Kofi. So he basically said nobody was guarding us, and Hawkins was a big part of, of that um, because – when DeMonte wasn't in, whoever Hawkins was gardening or whoever was supposed to be guarding Hawkins just fell down on him. So, um, and Hawkins was brutal behind the arc. Yeah, if he would have been a little bit better, then you think uh, <clears throat> might yeah. change some things. People but close I out. anybody, it's just the, the people who say this are really looking at the box score, not actually watching the game. They don't know anything about the sport itself. They don't know about the fact that. Penn State's one thing that they were doing was just collapsing on Kofi, yeah. every single guy. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, it's not his fault he's not getting the ball there. Uh, I do think that his defense was 
just brutal, but I mean, that's happened a lot. Yeah, I, that's just Kofi. Um, I, I, I texted you during the game. I thought it was weird that his defense was better guarding Pickett out top than it is guarding down low when like Pickett will come inside or he, he has, he, he went to double that one time. Um, and Pickett was, Pickett was out, um, kind of past the block and Kofi kind of just ran to the baseline. Like he, he wasn't even really helping. Um, he ended up leaving Hara Harar wide open. Um, and then came over and got the block. Well, but, um, he, I don't know what, he just doesn't put his hands up. I've talked about this forever. He doesn't put his hands up and he doesn't, he, he just, he seems so much slower under the hoop than he did when he was out guarding picket on the point, which is he had weird. To, he had to majorly focus on getting out on guys in the last two games with Dickinson and young. So I think that that maybe changed the way that he defended because he had to actually worry about guys shooting right. from the outside in those games. And if he's switching on to guys, he's doing that more, but uh, Hara had about, 400 looks if he really wanted them, but he's just not a guy. Who's not, do he that. doesn't. He doesn't even look to shoot when he no. gets enough. No, I mean, I just, I don't think yeah. you can really say much about. I don't think you can really judge Kofi's performance from this game. I, yeah. I think the fact that he had 11 points is kind of and four field goals is actually surprising considering he had like zero space inside. Right, right, so. and he gets hammered every time he gets the ball. But um, overall, uh, Illinois was much better from the line too. Uh, Fifteen to seventeen from the free throw line. Uh, Kofi and Frazier were the only two that missed a free throw, so uh, that's that's good. Hopefully, it stays that way. Um, I guess, I guess they're when when they're not shooting well from the floor, they apparently are good from the free throw line. But uh, yep. Plummer, I thought that Penn State uh, handled him pretty well. He only got uh, four threes off. Made one of them, um, two free throws, five points, one assist. Uh, big number, though. He tied Kofi, which, I mean, Illinois didn't rebound worth a crap, but he tied Kofi for most rebounds on the team with six. So I don't uh, think that's good. What do you mean that's not good? It's the smallest guy out there. Yeah, if he's getting six rebounds and you got to rely on him doing anything, that's – come on. <laughs> that's true. That's true. I just yeah. – Terrible rebounding, and I can't wait to talk about the Iowa, the first Iowa game where they had their best rebounding game of the year, and now we're stuck on they can't rebound, and it's only been three months, and there's been a lot of issues with it. But I think, do you think when Kofi is playing or scoring on offense, he is better defensively? Because I think the Michigan game is like an example of that. Like he's scoring, but his defense was better too. Like if he's wasting all, or if he's using all of his energy and struggling to score on offense, his defense lacks even more. Right. Yeah. I I think you're right. I think he, I think he's very mentally, like, I think he's very heady. Like if he's playing well, he, he has more effort on both ends. Um, And I, and I think, you know, when he was, when he was brought out on picket, I think that he had more energy there because he busted his ass down the court uh, to try to get the ball on the offensive end. And then it, like, he, he just, it was like all of a sudden he just decided that he was going to play harder. Um, 
instead of just playing hard all the time. So, yeah, well, whatever. What can you do? I mean, he's, he's 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 an enormous human. <laughs> exactly. I mean, thirty four minutes for yeah. for a guy that weighs two ninety. That's against that's a team good. where he should be able to get some rest, but could. Yeah, exactly. But it is the Big Ten. I don't know. I mean, yeah. here's the thing with Plumber. Before we get to other guys, is yeah. uh, they were attacking Plumber in the first half early, and it was working. So yeah, defense yeah. still an issue. And I mean, uh, the only three he made was super contested. Yeah. So, um, uh, Grandison, I thought he was better than the last couple games. Um, he was three of seven, two of four from three. He had eight points, five rebounds, and assist, a steal, and a block. Um, I, I sent you that picture today. Uh, I don't know why he tried forcing that ball into Kofi when nobody was on him. Um, I don't know if his confidence was lacking. I mean, it's not like he was shooting the ball bad. Um, he made a big one when Illinois needed one uh, later in the second half. So uh, I I just hope he keeps shooting the ball because that he was literally wide open. Um, Kofi had four guys on him, and that was his only turnover for the game. So uh, Grandison just he needs to keep his confidence up. I thought Trent had a good game. Uh, like Steve said, um, three of six, two of five from three. He uh, made two free throws, ten points, two rebounds, four assists, two steals, and a block. Um, I thought he was going to hit another dagger three, but he didn't make it. Um, but 34 minutes for him too. So him and Kofi both played 34 and, uh, he, I, I think that he sat maybe five minutes in the first half cause he had two fouls Sounds because, right. because, you know, Brad who said that he, that who says that he trusts these guys, um, still sits them. Um, and clearly course, doesn't trust them. I think of course trends up with, uh, three fouls. Um, total. So I, I, I feel like I feel like Trent's kind of been getting some touch touchy fouls early in the game. They don't want him to get physical. It's so stupid. Yeah. I mean, if he gets too, I think this is one of Trent's <sighs> top five defensive performances and efforts of the season. Really? Yeah, I think that he was all over the place, and I think that he kind of helped keep them in the game in spots. I think yeah. he was. I mean, doing I thought what he, he usually was... does, which is going right around screens. Yeah, I thought he was. I thought he was good defensively. I I guess the problem was is that he had a guard picket who could just back him down all game. Yeah, and the other thing so, is I I'm not really looking at it from the standpoint of locking somebody down like he's done with right. Bohan in a million times. I'm looking at the fact that the effort was 100. They're like it's hard. It's got to like yeah. He's playing a ton of minutes. He's yeah. dealt with multiple injuries this season, including the shoulder thing and the knee thing. And he's still the hardest working player on the team. Like, I think there's a lot to be said about that. I think that's yeah. why everybody here loves him. And I thought his defense overall, effort-wise, and making plays and going around screens, I thought was – and he had a, he always has a huge steal in every game. So I, I thought – I mean, I I don't know. I just – I noticed it a lot more than normal, I would yeah. say. Yeah. No, I, I got you. Um, the bench, uh, Hawkins uh, – Please stop shooting threes. I don't, I, I, it's hard to just, blame him, though. I mean, they were leaving him open, and everyone's collapsing on Kofi. Where else are you going to go with the ball? I don't know. I don't know why I'm defending him. It was very annoying, but I think that a couple of them I'm not going to blame him for. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I yeah, I I just I don't know what he's at right now. He's got to be under. He's got to be under twenty percent, doesn't he? I would say that that he is at. Uh, twenty five percent. Yeah, thirteen so, for fifty one. Yeah, he was three great. for he was three for thirteen last year of twenty three percent. Yeah, 
better, you know, doing, doing better. Um, but I thought he was, I thought he was good. I mean, he, he made four clutch free throws down the stretch. Although I don't like the attitude. Hey, uh, plumber, please shoot these for me. Like, just go up, step up and make a man. And he did like, I don't know why he was so nervous to shoot. Well, I don't really think that, I don't think that, I don't really think that that was a foul. Whenever he got when he got fouled, or when he got fouled, when Hawkins yeah. got fouled, I didn't think that was a foul. I didn't yeah. think that's what the, they were calling either. It was kind of late too. Yeah, and maybe, these refs, maybe you just clearly, didn't hear the whistle. Uh, when they I can't it. wait to get to that review at the end. I <laughs> things to say about that. I, yeah, that was yeah. bad. But, um, but uh, like I said, he had he's. I feel like he is one of the better rebounders when he's in the game. Um, he had he only had two rebounds, but they were both offensive. Uh, once again, he had one of the biggest offensive rebounds of the night on the missed free throw from Trent. Uh, ended up getting fouled and kind of put the game away with the two free throws he made there. Uh, he had an assist, um, and I guess I guess I don't understand why Brad sat him. I I think I don't know if it's be, I don't think it's because of his defense, um, which which he I, I'm pretty sure that he's the one that was supposed to be guarding. Uh, who was in the corner? Um, Miles Dredd, who had the wide open three. I'm pretty sure that that Coleman Hawkins was supposed to be on him, and and left him wide open in the corner um, late in the game. But but when Illinois couldn't get a rebound for nine minutes or whatever it was, I I don't know why he wasn't in the game. At least to try to get a little spark to get some rebounds to do something for him. Um, so, uh, Grandison messed up his arm. They said he sprained it. Um, so I guess he'll be okay. Yeah. Um, so that's when Hawkins got in and Hawkins made a huge impact in the last three minutes or whatever he was in. So two minutes, I don't even remember how long it was. Uh, but Hawkins said after the game, and I hate this quote with all with all Just my heart. Just taking complete shots at Penn State. I, I hate this quote with all my heart. He said, quote, I think when we play Iowa and opponents down the stretch, we're going to come out with a lot more fuel to our fire. End quote. Not 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 ideal. I, I hate it. Like, like if you can't get up for Penn State when when I and I understand Wisconsin has to lose. But at home, with a chance to maybe tie for the Big Ten regular season, if some some miracle happens, um, and you can't, you're telling me couldn't get up for the game. Um, and Brad said that that he said that they came out flat and that there wasn't any energy in shoot around, so they were not very he he sat so he wouldn't shoot threes yeah i mean i i assume that's what it was they were they were daring him to do it too they didn't care uh i think it's kind of predictable they didn't come up with a lot of energy in this game i feel like we probably should have seen that coming yeah Uh, but i think that they will definitely come out with it way more energy on sunday i think as they usually do for these games against iowa so yeah yeah. i I hope they do because iowa will beat by 30 if they don't the way Iowa's playing right now. So, um, Curbelo, meh game for him. One of five, two of two from the line. Uh, shot the free throws with confidence, you know. Um, four points, one rebounds, two assists. Three turnovers of the team's eight. Um, I think his first time down the court, he traveled. 
<laughs> so uh, he played 17 minutes. I, I mean, he wasn't awful. He wasn't great. Um, he had a great out one-handed alley-oop to Kofi for a big slam. Um, <clears throat> but we just, we, we, he did, I think he just needs to keep playing, right? He just needs to keep getting the feel back. Um, things, things will happen. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Um, your boy Payne had maybe one of the prettiest moves I've seen all what, year from what the Illini. What a bad game. <laughs> yeah. The, all three minutes of it weren't bad. So yeah, but, not bad. great spin move. I don't think anybody, uh, in Illini nation expected to see that out of him. <laughs> uh, two rebounds, no fouls, zero well, fouls. They weren't really calling anything. on Illinois. <laughs> so. Okay. It's not all surprising. Right. I mean, Illinois only had nine fouls. Penn State shot three free throws, so yeah, true. Let them play to true. some degree. I mean, if you're a Penn State fan, you might think that they got screwed a little bit, but Illinois got six free throws late, so it was eleven yeah. to three and, <clears throat> until the end, and whatever. Sure. Yeah. Um, and then Goody was the other guy off the bench. Uh, he played seven minutes. He was over two. Um, he had a really bad. Turnaround jumper off. The problem the with the turnaround um, jumper is he gets the offensive rebound and then just turns around and yeah. sees he has some space and just pops. I don't like yeah. that at all. I think he reset that, but whatever. I think yep. it's time to maybe give Podge some time to see what he's got. Uh, he showed that he can. A lot do of people some are things. calling for it, but I don't let him don't play a little bit. I don't know why he's not playing at all. That's a little ridiculous to me. I agree. Like, I, I mean, don't think I don't... if Hawkins is playing this much, I don't really think you need to play Payne at all. To be honest, yeah. yeah. You're except for the except for the forty seconds before the under sixteen. How about how about that lineup that Brad had in? Bad. What was it? Uh, Curbelo, Demonte, Hawkins, Goody, and Payne. I don't know if it was that bad, but it was close. I think it was that bad. I don't I thought, know. I thought they had. Uh, I thought they had either Plummer or Frazier in that lineup. <sighs> I don't think they had a scorer. I swear Plummer was in during that, but it was bad either way. And you yeah. knew it was going to be bad, right? When you see that lineup and you're like, oh boy. And it hundred percent lived up to the, oh boy. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it was not good. So, um, other than that, I mean, Illinois shot awful. Um, Penn State I, had five more field goals. I didn't think that they had it. I didn't think they had a defensive answer for Pickett. Although you guys think that, um, Trent played his best defensive game of the night or of the year. So I said it was in the top five about that. Um, Brad said after the game, quote, that was what about what I thought it would be. They had played the heck out of everyone all year, 25 seconds off the shot clock every time. Tough matchup when they can post up everybody. So well, um, I told you they hadn't lost by double digits in the Big Ten since January at Indiana. So yeah, yeah. Um so yeah, I mean it's a win. Um, basically, Illinois had to play Penn State's game. Um, the refs tried to let Illinois or Penn State back in it with a terrible call. You want to talk about that? Yeah, I'm actually it, when it's happening, you're all over the refs and blaming them. But I think there was good points made on Twitter. Like, why are they looking at like an eight inch screen? So the, so so even if they're looking at an eight inch screen, this is what I said to my my wife while we were watching the game. So I got a piece of paper or something. You should so, still be able to see it, but that's so say, ridiculous. So say this is the eight inch screen, right? They look at it from here. Like, how do you not just, yeah. why don't you just move in and look at it? 
Like they're looking yeah. at it from four feet away. This is also power conference college basketball. How the hell do you not have somebody to call who's in like a, a studio room with a bunch of screens looking at all the games and they get like what other sports do. Mm-hmm. Let's call New York, like in baseball or football and yeah. see what, like, how do we not have that? Yeah. It's ridiculous. And also with all the monitors that are all set up everywhere, how do they not have a bigger monitor for them? Yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, that was a brutal call. And and you could close. tell the guy was like shaking his head. Like the ball never changed. Like, isn't that the big thing they look for is that the ball changes directions or isn't there a screen above them that they can look at? <laughs> yeah. exist? I mean, yeah, it's like thousand feet long. They're um, committed to, oh, we got to look at our little eight inch uh, screen here. Yeah. You were right. It was Curbelo, Plummer, Williams, Goody, and Hawkins. And it was bad. It was real because bad. with that lineup, you just guard Plummer, and there you go. You're good to go. And uh, yeah, so yeah, wasn't good. But what, what do you expect? I mean, Penn State, win. Penn State had five more field goals. Uh, I think free throws were the difference here. Yeah. I mean, Illinois, you text me. Illinois had nine twos and um, nine threes. Nine three, nine twos, nine threes. So yep. I mean, that's, I was trying to find out if they had another game all season with less than 10 twos. I don't think they have. I mean, if they shoot free throws like they did the game before, they lose this game. So they had 24 twos against Michigan, by the way. (laughs) So you talk about falling apart. They had 18 against Ohio State. They had 19 against Michigan State. They had 16 against Rutgers in the game that they got smoked. So it's kind of a weird, like 15 against Northwestern. Uh, they had 16 against Purdue. It's just a weird one-off type game. They had 25 of them against uh, Wisconsin. They shot 62% from uh, two-point range against Wisconsin. So, yeah, I don't think they're ever going to have a game with less than 10 twos again. I yeah. think that would be pretty bad. I, they even had 12 in the Maryland no-show. So it was pretty bad. I mean, it, considering uh, the fact they were able to get out of there with a win, I really don't care who it's against. I think that that's uh, – yeah, a good thing. All that matters, right? And this is not a Penn State team that lays over. So that's, yeah. I mean, you know. By the way, Illinois, uh, twenty for twenty-four from two against St. Francis, eighty-three uh, <laughs> percent. So that was a team that didn't show up. Uh, yeah. The closest they were to less than ten twos was Arizona. They had eleven. So that was the closest they were, and they almost <laughs> won that game too. So. And Brad, Brad told him afterwards in the locker room that these are the games that, you know, get you ready in March. These are March games. This is what you need. So, uh, you know. Can you guess what the season high in twos was for Illinois very early in the season? 34. A little less. <laughs> less than 30. Uh, 28. 27. Mm. Against a team that is uh, – a couple wins away from the NCAA tournament right now in the Sun Belt, Arkansas State with their douchebag coach. Oh, so yeah. Uh, Steve says, Can Nebraska do it? Uh, answer is sadly no, I don't see any chance, but I think that it, it's a good weekend to get on the Nebraska bandwagon. We're all in, we're Nebraska guys right. for the next 24. Is that is that a Saturday or a Sunday game? Who doesn't love Nebraska ball? Sunday. They play Sunday too, I believe. I feel like the Big Ten does have like the Sunday presence at the end of the season. Uh-huh. They do have that locked up, but uh, all right. Um, I wonder what time they play. 
Sunday, Illinois season finale, 1 p.m. is Nebraska, Wisconsin. So you'll have really three hours to figure out if Illinois is going to be like, well, we can't win a share of the title. So do we lay off, lay over or what? (laughs) But I mean, they got to, if they win, if they win, they'll get the two, right? Yeah. Because Purdue has six losses in the Big Ten. Yeah, which I, I mean, the, the two and the three it are on matter. the same same side of the bracket. They both play Friday night. I don't think. Who would they? Who would, what do you think the matchups would be though? I feel like there could be a discrepancy oh, with that. Uh, I think uh, if they're the three, they would play the winner of Rutgers and whoever wins the playing game. If they're uh, two, they play. Michigan if State. If you're a two, game is. if if you're a two, you play seven, seven uh, or ten, I think. Or the winner of seven versus ten. And if you're a, a three, you play the winner of eleven versus fourteen versus six. Yeah. So, so six and seven. Who's going to be eleven versus fourteen? One, I wonder. Two, three, four, five, six. Right now, Rutgers is six, and Michigan State seven. So. So you'd have Penn State versus Nebraska would be 11 versus 14, and Penn State wins that game because that's a revenge game, Uh I think. Unless Maryland and Penn State have a tiebreaker situation, which I'm not paying attention to. So it's either one of those two, and then you'd have – yeah, I don't know, whatever. It doesn't really matter. Uh, I'm not worried about any of those teams on a neutral floor, but I digress. Uh, Illinois-Iowa season finale for the – is this the – Second season out of three that the season finale has been State Farm Center against Iowa. I think yeah, so. Yeah, uh, well, year, COVID season. Yeah, last year they ended at Ohio State, and uh, this year they yeah. end, or the year before that they ended home against Iowa, and they won by two. That was the uh, block to end it. Yep. And then everything everything died after that. Uh, <laughs> Illinois 21 and 8, 14 and 5 in the Big Ten, 20th overall in the country. Iowa ranked 24, 22 and 8, 12 and 7 in the Big Ten. This is 6.30 p.m. Central Standard, FS1. Uh, so you know both teams are good when it's not on the Big Ten network. Um, <laughs> Iowa's won five straight. They beat Ohio State by 13. They beat Michigan State by 26. They beat Nebraska by 10. They beat Northwestern by 21 and Michigan by 11 last night. And you know it's weird because Nebraska – Played them the closest out of those five. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, uh, it's a team that's playing hot. They've gotten better since the first matchup between the two, which was on December 6th. Uh, Illinois won that 87-83. Kofi had 17 points and 18 rebounds. Uh, Trent had 18 points, eight rebounds, and two assists. Plummer and Grandison both had 21 points. Illinois shot 11 for 25 from three. Illinois 1.21 points per possession. 18 turnovers, though, for Illinois. Iowa only had four. Uh, Illinois out-rebounded them 52-23 to 23 <laughs> in that game. Wow. So I think Illinois' rebounding has gotten significantly worse since yeah. that game. Yeah, you're not wrong. Not ideal. Uh, but Keegan Murray had 19 points, 7 for 15 from the field. I think most of those points were pretty late in the game. He wasn't really doing very much. He was kind of just going to the basket looking to get fouled, I think, for a lot of that. Yeah. Uh, and two rebounds. And then Bohannon only had four points. So he did his typical, you know, boo booey, Marcus Carr, no show against Illinois that they all do. Can't handle Trent Frazier. So. Yeah. Well, he was making everything early last night in that Michigan game. I think uh, yeah. Iowa's due for a letdown here. Yeah. Um, I hope so. I don't, I mean, I they're probably the hottest team in the Big Ten right now. Um, yeah. You said they won their last five. They won eight of their last nine um, after losing to Purdue and Penn State. 
other uh, only other loss was uh, to Michigan, which was at home, which is weird. Um, so I, I don't know. I they're they're playing really well. They're scoring at a high rate. Um, they they kind of let Michigan get back in that game last night when they probably shouldn't have. Um, I think the biggest thing is uh, not Keegan Murray, his brother. Um, he's Christian. starting to starting to come on. Um, and they just seem to be they seem to be scoring at a high rate. I mean, they're averaging 84 points a game basically. And I think that uh what's that uh one kid's name? Um Perkins. I think Perkins might be a problem for Illinois just cuz he's got that bigger body. Um so I don't know. I don't who do you have who do you have Plummer guard in this game? <laughs> I mean, I think Iowa this year has more, like, guys, you know? They have more guys. Like, last year it was Bohannon, Wieskamp, sometimes Frederick when he was healthy, and Garza. Yeah. Now you have Keegan Murray, you have Chris Murray. You have, I think, both McCaffreys have shot better. Yeah. Uh, Toussaint and Euless off the bench as well, plus Tony Perkins. Yeah. It's a little bit more dynamic, a little harder to guard, but I also think that they just – don't play defense. So I think you can catch them here. And I think Illinois always catches them in these spots. Like Iowa, right. Iowa going into the first matchup was uh, coming off of a loss to Purdue, but they had seven wins in a row before that. And it wasn't against anybody, but they were still seven and one in that game. And then you look in years past, um, they had, you know, won five in a row before uh, they played Illinois last year in a loss. So, yeah. I think that you can catch them in these spots. I think they've been shooting really well lately. Yeah, uh, they have. I think you can catch them here. Yeah, the only thing that's scared with uh, Chris Murray coming on, um, you know, how much length they can put into the game. Um, besides, you know, of course, guarding Kofi, um, they they just have a lot of length with the two Murray brothers, uh, the, the bigger McCaffrey. Um, so... That that's what worries me um, as far as far as defensively. Um, offensively, it doesn't worry me that much because Iowa isn't known for their defense very much. So the big thing with them is they don't turn the ball over very much, and they they get yeah. shots like they get a lot of looks. And the thing is, it's been quite a run on offense for Fran. You know, they had the number five offense in the COVID year. Last year they had the number three offense. This year they have the number four offense. Last two seasons they've been number one in the country in turnover percentage. Yeah. So and that's a, I mean Illinois, like you said, Illinois had eighteen turnovers, still won that game earlier in the season. Yeah. Uh, I don't think they're going to do that. I, I I would assume they wouldn't do that. You know the building is going to be rocking too. Yeah. Know? I hope so. It's Trent Trent Demonte's last game there. Could yeah. be Kofi's last game there. Uh, is it going to be oh, – it's Plummer's last Anderson. game there because it's one season. Pretty much the entire starting lineup's last <laughs> game there. Yep, yep. So, you're not wrong. You're yeah, not wrong. New era will begin, I guess. But uh, there's an argument, definitely an argument, that Illinois is worse than they were on December 6th and that Iowa's better. I think oh, yeah. both are true. Yep. I think you can make an argument for Keegan Murray, Big Ten Player of the Year. I don't think he'll get it, but I think you can make an argument. I, th- I think he deserves it. I don't, but I, you know, I'm who do you still, think deserves it? I would still give it Jordan to Kofi. Davis? I would still give it to oh. Kofi. Call me biased. I don't give a shit. I hate oh. Johnny Davis. He's a loser. Uh, goodbye. <laughs> but, I can't see the comments, so I don't. You're gonna have to do that. 
you could also make an argument for Fran McCaffrey, Big Ten coach of the year. He's not going to win. It's going to be Greg Gard, but there's an argument to be made for Fran considering the turnaround from this year to last year. And, uh, yeah, you know, I think there's an argument there. Uh, Steve says Curbelo and Kofi will be tough on Iowa. I think that's true. Remember, uh, he wasn't playing in the first game, right? So, yeah. I think, right? Yeah. Yeah. You had the bench minutes in that game. Grandison was coming off the bench at that point. I don't Grandison played 30 minutes off the bench in that game. Hawkins started, played 24. BBV played nine. Goody played six. Payne played one in that game. So, yeah. Uh, sounds about right. Curbelo does change them a little bit. And I think he will be good in this matchup. I think that's a good point uh, to make. Uh, Kin yeah. Palm and Haslametric numbers. Uh, just to kind of compare what they have here, uh, adjusted offense, Illinois 18th on Kinpom, 15th on Haslametrics, Iowa is fourth in both. Uh, defensively, Illinois 32nd and 32nd on both. Iowa 74th on Kinpom and 42nd on Haslametrics, so big discrepancy there. Uh, overall, Illinois 18th and 15th between the two, and Iowa 14th and 10th. So Haslametrics likes Iowa more, clearly. Uh, but I don't know. I mean, it's I'd kind of throw the numbers out for this game, to be honest, because I think a lot of the things that happen, sometimes you expect, like, for example, going into that game, I believe we talked a lot about how Illinois was going to turn the ball over a lot <coughs> the first time that they played, and I think that that happened. So, uh, yeah. But I think you can throw a lot of it out. I think Kofi's going to be able to do a lot here. I don't think that – I don't think Iowa has the personnel that Penn State does to do what they did to Kofi defensively. Uh, and I'm not saying that like it's not like Penn State has the the prototypical Coloco type that Kofi struggles with, but they have lengthy, you know, bigger guards and forwards that can get in there. I don't think Iowa has that. I think Iowa's a much smaller team. So I think it's a big game for Kofi. I think if Kofi's getting it out, shooters are making shots, they'll be fine. I'm yeah. not too worried about it. I mean, I think I think coming off a cold game is gonna help them, right? Yeah, and I think Iowa coming in as hot as they are. It's yeah. hard to continue that, and they show that they, they've they put teams away, but they don't always put teams away. You know, they did let Michigan back into it a little bit last night. It's it's obviously easier to put a, a team away at home. Don't tell Illinois that, but, um, yeah, predictions. Uh, I sadly don't think we're sending the boys out with a win in their last game. Oh, well, there's no way that that happens, dude. They're winning this game 100%. Illinois – Losing seventy nine. You think Trent so. Frazier's re- Trent and Demonte are going to allow their regular season careers at Illinois Wait, to end with a loss to Iowa? There's no chance. Just trying to be, just trying to be honest. You're buying into the Iowa so good hype because their offense. They're going to slow down here. Fran's going to get bent over by Brad once again. <laughs> Illinois wins by one. And if I'm wrong, bent <laughs> over by one. <laughs> if I'm wrong, at least I believed in our guys. Okay. Hey, that's fine. I you you know you can believe all you want. I'm just trying to be be neutral. In spots like these, I think I've been the better picker this year. The Michigan State games, whoa, nailed it. Whoa, whoa. Just saying, in these spots, in the spots where we don't agree on the pick, I've been right more than wrong. I think because Michigan State twice, you picked them to lose both times. I picked them to win both times. Big spot. Have you picked them to lose yet this year? Are you kidding me? Uh, I picked them to lose to Rutgers at the rack. I think I picked that. Uh, I picked them to lose to Arizona. Arizona two games. 
I picked them to lose to uh, Purdue at Mackey, I'm pretty sure. Okay, three games. So, you know, hey, I believe in our guys. <laughs> All right. Hey, uh, non, non-important non uh, thing on Twitter, uh, this at Evan Maya did a uh, simulation for the brackets. He's got Illinois winning it all. All right, we're back. Beating Gonzaga, um, beating Kansas, beating Villanova, and beating Kentucky. That ain't going to happen. Between the title. So he also has uh, St. Mary's over Baylor um, and San Francisco beating Arizona in the second round. So, Well, that simulation stinks. All well, right. Interesting, though. Interesting. That'll do it for us. Uh, game on Sunday, episode 106 will come some point next week before the Big Ten tournament game. Uh, let's let's end the season with a bang. 15 let's get and five a win. in the Big Ten. I think they'll prove win. Prove me wrong. I hope you, you don't I hope think they all, they'll win. Hope they no. all listen to this and prove me wrong like they do every year. Well, I don't know. Every I, game. Probably will happen. So, all right. Well, that'll do it for us. We'll see you next week. And Illinois better win Sunday. Goodbye. Later.